Welcome to our Refuge and Strength service this morning. Our service is based on, on Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength. Uh, as we get ready to sing this next song, uh, God is for us. 
I want to read a passage from Matthew, words of Jesus to you. Come to me, all who, are, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The service is going to be a mixture of scripture readings and uh, songs, and so uh, we probably won't be having you stand up and sit down uh, 20 times. So you can kind of do what's most comfortable for you. I'd encourage you to find some times to stand uh, with us, um, but but we won't won't be asking to to stand up and sit down too much. So.
morning, everybody. So good to see a lot of you outside. This is the most we've had at our drive-in service. Each week, it's kind of been growing with more and more of you. We even got a nice cloud cover today, I think, for some cool weather. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you guys have joined us online as well, those of you who are watching online as we stream. Uh, my name is Jeff Jennings. I'm a lead pastor here at Bethany Church. And I wanted just to say a good morning to all of you and welcome you, as David did, to our special service that we're calling Refuge and Strength. That theme this morning is from Psalm 46, that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You're going to hear that read in a moment. And my sense was, as we were thinking about this service a few weeks ago, as we wrapped up our First John series, was that we needed, I needed, a Psalm 46 kind of morning as we gather as a church together. Um, when we've been scattered so much by our current uh, circumstances, unable to see each other as much, unable to gather in groups as much. Uh, we needed to come together like this around this kind of theme this morning and remind ourselves that God is our refuge and our strength. That he is, as the psalm says, he's the Lord of armies, the Lord of hosts, the psalm says. So this morning we are doing this. We're going to unite with one voice, with one purpose to remind ourselves that um, though the earth may seem to be giving way, God is in our midst, he is here, and he will not give way. God is in our midst. Do you believe that this morning? That God is here right now, present with us. You can't see him, but he's here. You can see him amongst ourselves, his people. He's living, he's dwelling in your heart today if, if you are a child of God, like a mighty fortress, as Luther said. We're going to sing that this morning. Who wrote in great hymns, he's surrounding you, he is keeping you regardless of what's going on right now. So this morning, our service is going to be full of songs, full of prayers, full of scripture readings, short devotional at the end. Um, we're going to have a few of our elders pray, three of our elders, Neil, Leland, uh, Tony Freitas, and David Burnham. And the flow of our service is going to really follow Psalm 46, which begins with highlighting and celebrating God's character, who he is, and the fact that he is our refuge and our strength. And then as the psalm even moves into praying over um, uh, struggles that were going on at that time, the nation's rage. We're going to pray over current issues in the world. Uh, and then as we finish reminding ourselves and responding to the God of peace, God in peace and the peace that the gospel brings, the deliverance that is in God, the stillness like the psalmist who said in Psalm 27, he said this, though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I'll remain confident. How do you say that? Though an army surround me, even if I'm attacked, how do you say that unless you know you're eternally secure? That even if attack does come, you'll ultimately end up in the hands of God. So that's what we're doing this morning. Um, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it encourages you as we, uh, with confidence today, pray, sing, and hear scripture read. Let's start with that, with Psalm 46. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roll and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. 
the God of Jacob, is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Oh, come behold the works of God, the nations at his feet. He breaks the bow and bends the spear and tells the wars to cease. Oh, mighty one of Israel, you are on our side. Walk by faith in God who burns the chariots with Lord of hosts, you're with us, with us in the fire, with us as a shelter, with us in the storm. You will lead us through the fiercest battle, oh, where else will we go with the Lord of
Bethany Church. My name is Neil Leland. I serve on the elder board here, and uh, I've been asked to pray over Psalm 46.1. I don't know about the rest of you, but I find uh, it interesting how every time I get into my Bible and I read, uh, and I try to read every day, that uh, there's verses in there I didn't even know were in there, and I've read them before. Uh, And there's even parts of verses that are in there that seem like they're brand new to me. And it's so easy to get focused on one little piece that you kind of forget about the other. And even as we read Psalm 46, 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And I think it's pretty easy to remember God is all-powerful and how he is our refuge and strength. But sometimes it can uh, be easy to forget that he's right here with us. If you're a Christian... Holy Spirit dwells within you, and God is with us. And so that's what I was going to pray a little bit about today, uh, just that we could remember that fact, that God is present with us, a very present help in times of trouble. Heavenly Father, uh, we just thank you for the truths of your scripture, how they can touch our hearts afresh, uh, how you can open our eyes, help us to remember, Lord, that you are with us, indeed, uh, with us, a very present help. And when times seem troubling like they do today, uh, help us to, to cling to that fact. Holy Spirit, live through us. Help us to know that you are here with us. Um, you know, the scriptures talk about the fact that what is man that you should be mindful of him, but you are mindful of us. You're so mindful of us that you sent your son to die on the cross for us. Uh, What what greater hope, what greater strength and assurance can we have than that, Lord? We thank you for that and help us always to remember that, to live that, and to show that to those around us. And we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's read together uh, from Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false, and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord 
and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Would you stand as we sing a mighty fortress is our God?
Psalm 3 O Lord, how many are my foes! Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul there is no salvation for him and God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people.
Morning, church. Morning, Brian. <laughs> that is such a beautiful song. This morning, I'm going to re be reading from Psalm chapter 46, verses 6 through 7, and then I'll be praying over current issues, not only in the U.S., but around the world. So, chapter 46, verses 6 and 7 say Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He is worthy. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning that we can come together and worship. And it may not be a style in which we would like it to be, but the fact that we can freely and corporately come together either online or in our church parking lot. To praise you makes this time perfect in your eyes. Help us to see the world as you see it, to see a world that is one tribe and one nation as you created us to be. Help us to appreciate all that you have created, every flower, every tree, every animal, every person, every nationality. Help us to be the catalyst that brings peace back into this crazy world that we're living in. Lord, we are so messed up, but you already know that. Forgive us for the times when our agenda becomes more important than serving you. We need you so much right now. There's so much going on in the world these days that I hardly know where to begin. Many of our friends and family are living in fear of COVID and many people have died from it. So many of us are feeling like our freedom and our independence is being threatened. Many people are without jobs. Lord, it feels like the whole world is crashing down around us. We are so out of our comfort zone. Please help us to find our way into your comfort zone, to a place where we can let go of the things that distract us from you so that we can truly feel your loving arms around us giving us comfort and peace. We pray for those in other parts of the world who are suffering with similar fears. So many who are sick and have no place to go for help. So many who have little to no freedom and little opportunity, if any, to find work. I pray that they too would feel your peace and comfort during these trying times. Lord, be with the leaders of your church here in the U.S. and around the world. Give them wisdom while in the midst of their own personal struggles. Lord, give them the opportunity to reach out to people who are hurting and to be an encouragement to their communities and their congregations. Use this time of uncertainty to draw us all closer to you. 
Nothing that we are experiencing is a surprise to you. You knew this time was coming, and you know when this time will end. Help us to trust in you alone, knowing that everything we experience in this world is an opportunity for us to set ourselves apart from this world so that in all that we say and in all that we do, we will live a life that brings glory and honor to you. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for hearing our prayers. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Our next reading is from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 4. Starting in verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh, so that death is at work in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written, I believed and so I spoke. We also believe and so we also speak knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Just sings around me, brings music I 
from Job 26, verses 7 to 14. He stretches out the north over the void and hangs the earth on nothing. He binds up the waters in his thick clouds, and the cloud is not split open under them. He covers the face of the full moon and spreads over it his cloud. He has inscribed a circle on the face of the waters at the boundary between light and darkness. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astounded at his rebuke. By his power, he stilled the sea. By his understanding, he shattered Rahab. By his wind, the heavens were made fair. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. Behold, these are but the outskirts of his ways, and how small a whisper do we hear of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand? My name is David. I'm one of the elders here. And uh, verse 10 of Psalm 46 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. So as we direct our eyes towards Jesus, our living King this morning, would you pray with me? Father, truly you are God. There is no one like you, not in the heavens or on the earth. As the psalmist wrote and spoke for you, you have been, you are, and you will be exalted among the nations and among the earth. Jesus, you came into our chaos, into our earth-giving way, into our mountains falling into the heart of the sea, and you experienced it with us and on our behalf, not only feeling the pressure, feeling the chaos and the pain and the sin of rebel humans and rebel powers, but you purposefully and obediently experienced God's ultimate desolation when you died on the cross. But Paul wrote in his letter to the churches in Philippi that because of that, you, Father, exalted Jesus' name, bestowing on him the name that is above every other name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth,
and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus, you are our true and living King, exalted among the nations and exalted on the earth. You are ultimate authority, the name. We pray and welcome your kingdom. Lord Jesus, you said and you still say, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus, you said and you still say, it is finished, reminding us that the work is done. And you are the one that says and still says, peace, be still. And the waters stop surging. And you call us to walk out upon them with you. Jesus, today, this day, we choose to trust you. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would help us to continue to fully place our trust and our confidence and our allegiance into the one true sovereign over all of heaven and earth, Jesus Christ. Come, Jesus, make all things new. Amen. Please stand with me as we sing this next song.
scripture reading we're doing together it's it's based on psalm 121 and you should have it just in your uh, in your notes here so please read aloud with me we lift our eyes to the hills from where does our help come from our help comes from the lord who made heaven and earth he will not let our feet be moved He who keeps us will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is our keeper. The Lord is our shade on our right hand. The sun shall not strike us by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep us from all evil. He will keep our lives. The Lord will keep us, our going out and our coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. You may be seated. Well, I want to take just a few minutes this morning just to center our thoughts as we have been working our way through this theme. Psalm 46 is big. It speaks of a big God. It speaks of a delivering God. It speaks of a securing God. But many times... Don't you and I live as if God was small? We live as if he was small. Don't you find yourself maybe being rattled by or derailed by, by, by little things, a word spoken to you out of anger, derailed by little things like lost keys or a flat tire or no milk in the fridge, right? <laughs> little things. Not to mention the big things in our life. We've been praying through some of them this morning, talking about some of them. I so badly want to live like the Apostle Paul who said in 2 Corinthians, as Nick read, we are afflicted in every way. We feel it, but not crushed. Perplexed, confused at times, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Psalm 46, he's in our midst. Struck down, but not destroyed. Not that Paul didn't feel pain. He says it there. Afflicted, right? Perplexed, persecuted. He's feeling it. Not that he never felt situational fear or worry in the moment. He did. But that he had a mindset that saw his weaknesses as opportunities to point to someone else's strength by utilizing that strength. How many of us live like that? I know we want to. I know you want to more and more. When my weaknesses show up, I want to do what? Make excuses. Deny them. Ignore them. Right? Get defensive rather than, as Paul said, stop and say, I'm always carrying around in me 
the body at the death of Jesus. See my weakness. See who I am. So that the life of Jesus will be shown through me. Paul knew he had these weaknesses. He said, I'm sh I live through them so that the life of Jesus will shine through me. I'm a jar of clay, he said. You're a jar of clay. But living inside of that jar of clay is the light of life. The light of life. A clay jar, what does it do under pressure? It's not steel. It's not metal. It cracks. It cracks under pressure. But in those cracks, in those weaknesses, what's inside gets revealed. And isn't that the way of life? The pressures of life come. The stresses of life come. And what's actually inside of you, what happens? Spills out. If it came out of you, it was already what? Inside of you. It spills out. And if it's Jesus inside of you, what happens then? Your cracks, your weaknesses become a great opportunity to showcase him. Not you. The weakest I ever felt was a time that I actually almost died. I shared this story, if you watched our video this week, update video, but I thought it'd be appropriate again to share. I was a teenager growing up in Southern California. I tried surfing one time. Not everybody that lives there surfs, okay? I'm going to break that myth for you today. Not everyone who grows up there surfs. And I remember going out one time borrowing someone's longboard. They're the longer boards that can be easier to stand up on because they're so big and they float much better than a shorter board. But they're much harder to navigate when big waves come, giant waves come, crashing down in front of you. And I remember going out one time at this beach when I looked at it. I said, I can try this. The waves were small. It was a pretty peaceful morning. I can get out there as a total novice and try this. I'll try, I'll try and catch a few small waves and, and give it a go. But much like life, the ocean, or much like our weather in Oregon, can change in a minute, can't it? It can change in a moment. Once I was out there, too deep to touch now, these giant sets of huge waves began rolling in and crashing overhead, tall waves now. And I kept getting dragged under as this massive board that was, you know, anchored, leashed to my leg was, was, was yanking me around like a tog on a leash. Dragged under, dragged under. And my instinct was to unleash the board and ditch it. Bad idea. Why? Because the board was the only thing that floated. Horrible idea. And by that time I unleashed it, I was so exhausted, I let go of the one thing that was going to keep me afloat. The one thing, my board, and I almost drowned. I was so exhausted, I was so tired as wave after wave kept coming, pummeling me. I struggled and reached the shore, barely made it back to shore. And when I got there, you literally, I laid face down, like face in the sand, like hugging the ground, just clinging to it. Never felt so grateful to be on land. Life can be like this unpredictable ocean, like unpredictable weather. It feels like that right now. You open up the news and you never know what you're going to see the next moment to moment. You get in a conversation with somebody who you thought you knew or thought you had a deep friendship with, and all of a sudden it turns like that. Maybe family members you've had that experience with. 
waves can come crashing overhead and we least expect them. And, and too many of us in those moments are tempted to let go of the very thing that's keeping you afloat. Not some silly board, but our refuge and strength, God. Trying times sometimes send us towards him, but sometimes it does the exact opposite in your life, doesn't it? We try to swim to shore on our own and we sputter and we gasp and we tread water and we sink sometimes. Remember, God is our refuge and strength. God is your refuge and strength. A very present help, Neil said. I love that he pointed that out. I was thinking about that this morning too. A very present help in our times of trouble, in times of difficulty. When we are in the midst of trouble, he's as near as that surfboard I was clinging to for my dear life. Jesus is the solid rock we talk about him, that we cling to. Jesus is the solid rock we want to be resting on, as we heard David pray this morning. But we don't often throw ourselves on him like I did on that beach that shore, exhausted after almost drowning. Why is that? I think we think we can make it on our own sometimes. We don't like to admit we need help. Who likes that? Show of hands. Yeah, nobody likes to admit that. We don't, we don't want anyone, sometimes God included, to see the cracks in my clay jar. I'm not going to let anybody see that. But guess what? Jesus came to earth to save a bunch of cracked, messed up clay jars. You're exactly who he wants. You're exactly who he came for. He knows your flaws. He knows your weaknesses. He came to put you back together by ridding you of the very thing that causes all those cracks from the inside out, your sin. That's what he came for. That's what's happening in Psalm 46. There's a thankfulness to God that he's a great deliverer. He is salvation. A call to remember his great works. A call to remember he's sovereign. Here's just a couple verses. I form light and create darkness. I make well, well-being and create calamity. I'm the Lord who does all these things, Isaiah said. Daniel said, God does according to his will amongst the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say to him, what have you done, God? Proverbs 21.7, the king's heart is a stream of water. In the hand of the Lord, he turns it wherever he will. He is our mighty fortress, we sang. We'll take shelter in him. Psalm 46 is also a call to remember the security that Jesus' work on the cross brings us, the peace that David prayed about. The peace he brings as our high priest, our mediator, our sacrifice, our, our propitiation. Remember 1 John, the sponge? It's the reason Paul can close 2 Corinthians 4 like this. Even though all this stuff's going on, we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. The things that are seen are transient. The things that are unseen are eternal. There is a lot of things we're looking at right now. The seen things, they don't look very good. But behind that and in that and through that, we have a Savior who is returning someday. I will glory in my Redeemer, we just sang. 
who waits for me at gates of gold. And when he calls me, it will be paradise. Then we'll see his face forever to behold. His face forever to behold. We will see him as he is. And we will know that it was all worth it. And we'll look back even in these days in 2020 and say, that was a light momentary affliction compared to what it prepared me for. So do not lose heart today. Find some new joy today. Find some new hope today. Remembering God is on the throne. He is our refuge and strength. He's the God of heavenly armies. Our God is the God of all power. Our God is the God over pandemics, over protests, over persecution, all those things. Our God is the defeater of death, risen from the grave. Pray with me and then we'll close in song. Jesus Christ, you are this God, the lifter of our head, the stiller of our souls, our source of joy and hope, the one who's defeated death in the grave. And so this morning, Lord, we need that reminder. We need that hope that we see so many things, but those are the transient things, the things we don't see are the permanent things. And we don't see you right now, but we know someday we will, as you are alive. And may that give us the hope to live in the here and now today, knowing our security rests not in our works, not in our record, not in our resume, not in our past, but our security rests in the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's in that we hope. His name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please stand as we close by celebrating that Jesus is alive.
around here. We had a great time just being in the community for our neighbors and have people stop by and have some ice cream and, and draw some great uh, creations you see there. Thank you for those of you who helped yesterday. It was a lot of fun uh, just doing something for our community uh, like that. Before I let you go today, just a couple quick things. Uh, rummage sale stuff, still just drop off this week yeah, here? Yeah, this week. Drop off here. Anytime during business hours, Monday through, Thursday. Monday through Thursday this week, you got stuff. Our gathering place is already filling up with stuff that we're going to sell. Uh, so help us out with our youth um, rummage sale for, to raise funds for youth ministry and camp scholarships, things like that. And then also today I want to let you know, uh, next Sunday we're starting a new series. We're going to do, uh, do a summer series uh, in the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount. So I'm looking forward to doing that over the next few weeks to unpack a bit, hopefully in a fresh way for you, actually. How do we look at the Beatitudes? Uh, we're going to look at them as an operation of grace in our lives. So come back next Sunday here uh, or online. We'll be streaming again. I'm so glad you were here uh, with us today. Hopefully it was an uplifting, hopefully joyful morning for you to remember that God is our refuge and strength. So that's our benediction today, the end of Psalm 46. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He is our fortress. Same God yesterday, today, and forever. Have a blessed Sunday. Meet somebody new. I see a couple new faces out there. Make them feel welcome today at Bethany Church, and we'll see you back next Sunday. God bless.
gratitude.